0: Namaste it, did
1: Welcome to Namaste Motherfuckers, the only podcast where the worlds of work, comedy and well-being collide. The podcast where the life-changing stuff happens. I'm your host Callie Beaton and this is the last episode of the year. So we are going to be doing a bit of a retrospective looking back at all the life advice that's been bestowed upon us by this year's amazing celebrity guests and friends. Advice that will change your life for the better. Well, mostly. And a very happy Twixmas to you, by the way. Is that what you call it? That's what we call it, the bit between Christmas and New Year. Apparently there's an actual word for it, which is merineum. Merineum. I love that. The bit between Christmas and New Year. Merineum. Like the perineum. The bit between your bottom and your bits. I hope you weren't tucking into a leftover pig in a blanket when I said that to get that image out of your mind. Um, Are you a New Year's resolutioner? Some people are, some people aren't. I oscillate. Anyway, if you are doing one this year, there's a 22% chance you will fail after the first week. So that's a cheering thought, isn't it? And what percentage of people do you think keep their resolutions for a whole year? Percentage of people who keep them for the whole year. It is 8%, so just under 1 in 10 people. I still think that's quite a lot, depending on how ambitious the resolutions are. Anyway, if you do make a New Year's resolution, apparently you are 10 times more likely to achieve it if you vocalise it. So with that, I'm going to vocalise mine. The main one is to get back into running again. I have been doing it a fair bit this year, but I'm normally an avid runner. And since Jeff the Tiny Wonder Dog arrived in May, it has somewhat uh, set me off my stride. Not that I would change him for the world. But anyway, he's uh, an almost grown-up dog now so no excuses it is game on with me running in the new year and the other one for me is working less and playing more so that's my resolutions vocalized and it's not even the 31st yet so motherfuckers as we gear up to 2023 let's look back at 2022's top 10 of life advice we've got tips for work soul mind body, relationships, and, well, generally, all the things that will help us navigate this crazy thing called life. Mostly, it comes down to just be yourself and don't be a dick. Let's start with the wise words of Colin Murray.
2: Probably I don't know. You can argue like a, a frivolous one, and you can give quite a. I I, I think if you, you give someone advice, it's from what mistakes you've made. I suppose, and I I think uh, running 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 away from your, don't run away. Like in other words, like if it, there's a great song by C6 Steve, which is I've started out with nothing and I've still got most of it left. It. And I think it's a great song, and I wish I had that in my head when I was 23, 24, 25. I was always running away from the council estate, not out of shame, but just because like a I was like I don't want to work at McDonald's again I don't want to work at McDonald's again and my life was at a really quick pace up until about 40 when I realised most of it's bullshit and I think I would just like I suppose I'd give advice to anybody not that I'm in any position to do so but the one thing if I went back again I would have I would just slow down and look around me I would soak it all in I would just like my advice would be like five minutes of every hour you're awake stop because I didn't and it's only, I enjoy life a lot more than I think, you know, like, because I've stopped and I'm looking around me and I'm appreciating what I'm doing. But like I did, you know, I had really quite a, an amazing 20s in Radio 1. Like first ever radio job was was just a dream. And I don't, you know, I just ran through it really fast and I don't remember much of it. I didn't keep anything from it. And, you know, so just slow slow down, like slow down, get off the, this just sounds like an old man talking, but get off the screen and just like, Experience real life and and just slow down and look around you. Never looked around me enough. Now that's it's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to look around me nonstop. Mm-hmm. you know. That would probably be it. Just slow down and smell the roses.
1: Thank you, Colin. In episode 10 of season two, Fred McCauley had similar advice. Okay, uh, my life advice would be, and this is from my professional career in comedy, is don't take anything for granted. Um, it it can go away just as quickly as it arrived. How true that is, Fred. Being good to yourself is a theme that comes up a lot when I ask guests for their one bit of life advice. Two amazing women who I'm proud to call friends, Esther Manito and Laura Smith, had this to say about it.
3: Getting your shit together is the job. That is it. It's not something you might do one day, healing is the job that's your heal. it's all right it's all it all hurts but healing is the job and don't be ashamed about that just you whatever you need to heal you find that way to heal it because that's the job that's you know when my um, dad died my mum said oh he crossed shallow waters and I love that because that means he was in spirit he wasn't he'd done some work you know for all his faults he crossed shallow waters because he was ready and when you know when we go into the the whatever the big the big big, great beyond and we're all just lights and vibrations or whatever we become i want that path i want that transition to be easy you know i don't want all this she said that what a bitch i think the bus driver looks at me funny on the bus (laughs) you know what i mean i don't (laughs) want to carry that with me you know healing's the job and we just and to love one another that's the job never look down because we always judge ourselves when we look
4: down Put on the clothes that you want to put on, go out, head up and never look down. Because whenever you look down, you start to second question yourself. You think you're fatter than you are. You think your outfit's worse than it is. You wish you'd had a shave. You wish you'd had a shave. So just put on your clothes in the morning, whatever feels comf- comfy, whatever you're happiest in and just look forward. Don't look down or back. Amazing.
1: <laughs> that was Esther Manito and before her, Laura Smith. Along with being good to yourself, learning to trust yourself also came up a few times, especially learning to trust your instincts, as Sean Keaveney told us. If you could give one bit of life advice to anybody listening, what would it be?
0: God, why would anybody want that? Well, I mean, obviously, no, I re- retract the <laughs> don't peak too soon advice. I'm going to redact that from all my future advice to the children. Um, but what I... I th- I think, and again, I bet other people have said it and it's pretty hackneyed and everything, but it's one of the ones that I listen to the most now because I've learned very very much the hard way. Uh, and I never used to, you know those things that you never used to understand until they've happened to you about 20 times and then you go, oh yeah, okay, it is true, that, isn't it? And it's like when people used to say to me, oh, always listen to your gut. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean, your gut? What you, uh, I don't know what you mean. You know, I don't I don't even have a gut instinct. I remember saying that for years. Don't I don't know what you mean. Yeah, you do. You fucking do have a gut instinct. And it's just that it's almost imperceptible sometimes, isn't it? But when it when there's something very important about to happen or something momentous that you're about to make a decision on or whatever, you'll know what I fucking mean. You just tune in to your guts and you see what they do. Because the number of times they've squirmed just before I've done something and I've really regretted it afterwards. So that would be mine. Sean Keaveney giving free advice right there and not seeing a GoFundMe
1: opportunity right in front of him. The flip side of being good to yourself is not being a dick to others. Angela Barnes' advice was, well, more of a cautionary tale, really.
5: Mine is, like, it's it's not comedy-related particularly, but it definitely works in the comedy industry. But I just think, whatever you're doing, just be someone... That people want to work with. Like I've worked in so many places where there's people who just seem to want to make the workday difficult for no reason. You know, that sort of passive aggression they bring into the office or just making a point about something that didn't need making a point about just to f- to antagonize and just to and and then wondering why they don't get picked for certain things or why they don't get, you know. And I just think no one is no one is so good at their job that the people who are also just trying to do their job will put up with shitty behaviour, you know. And I know that there are certain people that get away with it, but they're in the minority and particularly in comedy. For every job in comedy, there are, there's a queue of 150 people behind you that could do the job as well as you. It's just don't be a dick to people. Like I don't understand why people do it. I don't understand why people, you know, get to a certain point, start believing their own hype and start swinging their dicks about but just be someone people want to work with. Be someone that when their name comes up, go, oh yeah, they were lovely to have around. Because as much as it's about the comedy, everyone's just trying to get through a day at work. Whether you're making a TV programme, whether you're putting on a gig, whatever you're doing, you're just trying to get through a day at work. And if you've got two people, and one of them is an asshole and one of them isn't, guess who's getting the job.
1: Always heed the advice of a ginger woman, as the famous saying doesn't go.
5: Namaste, motherfuckers.
1: Moving on. Sometimes life advice on namaste motherfuckers boils down to stop fucking about and get it done. And like Fred McCauley earlier, when he talked about not taking anything for granted, Chris Sutton talked about just doing it, especially when it comes to the important people in your life.
6: In these times, you know, it's been tough with, um, I think the last couple of years with COVID, what's going on with Ukraine at the minute, sort of families being displaced. uh, And I... uh, I get up every morning and think about how I can better things for myself and my family. Uh, and a lot of people have all these thoughts all the time. But it's actually turning these thoughts into, into a positive action, really. So, you know, my advice would be don't just think about things. Get out there and do them, whether it's, whether it's through physical exercise, whether it's through phoning a friend you haven't talked to for a long time. You know, whatever it is, a family member you haven't seen for a long time. You know, you talked about, you know, having a tribe where, you know, you, you, I, I think interaction is, is so important for for everybody's mental health and, uh, and well-being. So, you know, my advice would be don't just think about things, get out there and, and actually do them and your life will improve because of that.
1: Anil Seth was quite a recent guest on the podcast, and he still made it into our top 10 of the year. Not because producer Mike couldn't be asked to go back more than a couple of weeks of audio, but it is actually really, really good advice, which you can apply to all aspects of your life.
0: It's to stay curious. Keep learning and stay curious.
1: So you can see how being good to yourself and to others are the two dominant themes here. And as luck would have it, when we had QI elves Alex Bell and Anna Tachinsky on, they covered this and more. And final question. What would each of you give as life advice to anyone who might be listening?
4: Oh, deep I, sides, deep sides. Oh my God, so many. Right write down all life advice you hear from wise people immediately because you'll always hear it and think (laughs) I'll remember that and you never bloody do and that's why we all still live incompetently and Um. write down jokes when you hear them so you're not put in this position and basically Um, just listen to
1: the end of every one of these podcasts and you've got life advice and jokes
4: there you go sorted um I would say genuinely Can we? Can I do sincere?
3: I think that's a really good piece of advice. Actually, write. Start writing down the life advice you get. Write down your life life advice. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but
1: go
4: sincere, Anna. Go on. Um, My sincere is that I, and I don't necessarily live by this, but I hope I try to, is always keep a kind of mental tally of the people that you know and you love, your friends and your family. And and ask yourself, are they definitely all right? Because I think in this world where we are quite good at living our individual uh, private lives and maybe we're not as good at interacting with each other as we were maybe 200 years ago, when I, there's there's a fact that There's, in fact, a whole book written about how privacy didn't exist until about 200 years ago. Everyone just lived in the same rooms, in the same lives as each other. And we're so private now that we conceal from each other, I think, a lot of what is wrong. And I would say, keep a mental tally of your friends, people you love, and always say, do I think she's all right? Just went to the pub with her. Uh, She made a funny joke about uh, something that's going on with her mum. Uh, It's probably fine, but is that really a joke to her? Or, Mm. you know, I saw him the other day. He was really quiet, wasn't saying anything. Should we just do a check? Because I think checking in with each other all the time um, and trying to help each other out is one of the most important things you can do. There's ways you can be useful.
1: Act like you're a primate and someone's just had a baby
4: exactly <laughs> go
1: and touch people's babies constantly exactly. thank you and squirt them uh, alex yep. top that
3: uh oh i think well, i can't because that's so selfless and nice and i've just got a selfish one um go on be
1: selfish well yeah
3: no in the spirit in the spirit of my namaste moment i guess uh commit to the bit like i think when you when you it took me many years to realize that you know i have a lot of passions and interests and like i like to like, oh, of deep into things and if i'm creating things and things like that to really go hard and uh in whether it's in my work life or you know whether i'm in my personal life or anything like that and i never hold back if you have a fun way of doing something or you want to you know if you want to have fun with something because just because you think that other people won't be as into it as you are because actually people always appreciate it more than you think i definitely found that last few years Yours
4: rhymed. That was much better. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Commit to the bit.
3: He's make, bit. Make your life advice rhyme. Oh, That's he's my turning word, into... Yeah.
1: S- if Alan you have Sugar. time, make it rhyme. <laughs> Amazing. Tom Reed Wilson had a great way to enrich your soul and better yourself. Oh, I think it would
7: have to be engaged with the arts. I think, especially the performing arts, I think we're all better for being exposed to them. I mean, I think when you go to the theatre, it's like the most beautiful distillation of humanity at its best because the performers are sending something out beyond the footlights and then the audience is this dimly lit giant benevolent nebulous body are sending out their focus and attention and the performance itself is sort of made somewhere above the footlights you know between these two forces and I think humanity at its best a, a sort of multiple forces working to a common goal benevolently. And that's what I thats what I always feel when I'm in the theatre. You know, it's just bliss.
1: And it's very accepting, isn't it? The theatre, because that is, again, I already asked you one bonus question. My very, very last cheeky bonus question is about fitting <laughs> in and belonging. So to, to yes. people like you, like me, who grew up with difference, didn't feel quite the same and perhaps it does take a bit of time to grow into that and to know whether to double down on it or to run away from it and camouflage. And you've done the opposite. You've really found your voice literally through doing the voice. But what would you say then to people who are feeling, I really don't fit in, maybe I'm about to be found out, I'm not the same, so it means I'm not good enough, I'm different. What what would you say to them?
7: I'd say celebrate your idiosyncrasies. Mm -hmm. Celebrate your idiosyncrasies
1: don't even think
7: about augmenting them, just celebrate them. Because if you celebrate them, other people will. And uh, also people tend to fall in love with them. I mean, if you think about people that, I mean, certainly for me, the people that I'm most attracted to, I'm attracted to those idiosyncrasies that no doubt at some stage, they would have considered masking. And to me, they're always, always the most appealing
1: parts. And finally, Kerry Godleyman's pithy soundbite pretty much sums the whole thing up. To be fair, her episode was actually December 2021, but according to producer Mike, it still counts as it's within his rigid 12 month window of eligibility. So here's Kerry with the mother of all life advice with which to round out the show.
5: Oh, I don't know. I can't give life advice. Be yourself, be kind to yourself, eat your vegetables.
0: Don't be a (laughs) cunt! Namaste, motherfuckers!
5: So
1: that is it for the last episode of the year. Thank you so much to all the guests we've had on in 2022. The conversations I'm lucky enough to have doing this honestly blow me away pretty much every time. And to end the year on a slushy but sincere note, why not? Hearing their voices since we started the podcast 18 months ago has genuinely helped me rediscover mine. Namaste. A big thank you to, as we close out the year, to producer Mike, to Cookie, who's very much the Robin to Mike's Batman, well not in a homoerotic way uh, as far as we know, and to Anna who books the guests, and of course to you for listening. We have got an incredible roster of guests coming up in 2023. You're going to love it so do stay tuned for that and do of course leave a review tell all your friends your neighbours any random people you run into on new year's eve and if you're new to the podcast i hope today's episode inspires you not only to be good to yourself and to others but also to go back and listen to our star-studded namaste motherfucking archive i mean you can't expect producer mike to simply serve up the highlights for you you've got to put the work in yourself so as many guests have said this year just do it namaste motherfuckers was written and presented by me callie beaton and produced by mike Hanson and karusha dami for Pud people productions with music by jake yap We'll be back in your feed next Thursday with a brand new episode to start the brand new year when I will be talking to comedian Ori Styler.
0: It's knowing where you might be able to do something which is much better for you and much more conducive for you.
1: I'm Callie Beaton. Until next year, motherfuckers.
4: We are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.